Set your butane torches to high and your expectations to low. Coming to you live from just the tip cigars in the hills of the Steel City. Get ready to get your fix. This is the Cigar Junkies Podcast. Welcome to the Cigar Junkies Podcast. The cigar show for the community by the community. A forum that talks stogies, booze, food, and anything else in cigar lifestyle. If you're looking for ratings, negativity, reviews, or an authority on all things cigars, you came to the wrong place. Whether you like what you hear or not, please join the conversation and let us know by finding us at the Cigar Junkies Facebook group or emailing us at the Cigar Junkies at gmail.com. What's up, junkies? Hello, hello, hello. Hello. It is the homecoming, man. It's the Cigar Cave, and boy, did I forget how good that intro sounds in earphones, because it just, just sounds like nothing on the PA system, because the volume's so low. I could barely hear it, um, but but not not too shabby for, for you know having to replace Sam's input, you know what I mean? Sure. Couldn't get him back in there. One day, maybe we'll, we'll re-record. I, that, that would be nice. It, that, that intro, it's just... There's there's a little too long of a pause between the two segments. Between the two segments, yeah. You know what? Too it also cuts out the the, when the the music drops. It's intentional, right? But on the PA in particular, because it's low volume in the background, I often hear that transitionary point, and I think to myself, "Oh, this is where I have to talk." And then I start talking, and I'm like, "Oh wait, I'm." Still talking, I want to talk over myself. So it's, it's it's an interesting conundrum, if nothing else. Yeah, for sure. So we are smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. And, right uh, in the middle of it. Yeah. Before we get into all of the customary shit that we do all the time about how was your week, how was your holiday, all that shit, I'd like to pull a page out of uh, one Mr. Costanza's book, uh, Perfessivus. I'd like to air my grievance, if that's okay. Sure. These fucking things. Yes. Bane of my existence. My keys? Yes. Yeah. Because last week after the show, I tried to get myself a nice little fucking nap in. I was like, I got just about an hour. I'm going to go to fucking sleep. And what do I get 10 minutes in? I just fallen asleep. A phone call. Yeah. From one fucking Jason Smith. Mm-hmm. Do you have my keys? Are my keys on the board? Can you go check and see if they're on the board? I'm like, motherfucker. To come down here, they're not in here, they're not on the board. Then I have to go outside in my bare feet and fucking check in the back of the truck to see if they fell out there just to find out that not only did Sam not hide his keys from you, he told me, he says, What I did was I said, Hey, bud, I'm gonna take these keys and put them here so you don't lose them. And then you're like, Sam hid my keys from me. He did. Fucking piece. You of shit. fucking hid my keys from me, Sam. Don't, I don't, don't skirt this one. Who's With that you? being said, Merry fucking Christmas. Oh, what? Open got, it on camera. I got a little present. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can only imagine what this is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's an Apple, too. Oh, works with Apple. Bluetooth 5.2. Uh, I never want to hear about those lost keys of fucking game. Uh, you probably you pull won't. up the fucking app, and you're going to see that they're on your fucking belt. Where? Or wherever the fuck they are. How does this thing work? It works two ways. It has a GPS built into it. <laughs> so you, it'll pull it up on find my keys on your phone. It'll show you on a map where your fucking keys are. <laughs> and if it's in the same room with you, you can push a button and it emits a frequency, a noise, so that you can hear them. Can, can, I, can I customize the noise? Can they I've, call me an idiot? I don't know. 
I, I'll, I'll do it for you. <laughs> but if, if we can, I get to record the audio. Oh, for sure. But fuck. I, as soon as Black Friday hit, I'm like, I got to see if they have any fucking key trackers, like the little fucking GPS shits on fucking sale. Oh, my God. Because I'm getting you one. Because your keys should not be my fucking problem. This is brilliant. I don't know how you don't have one already this as much is, as you lose the fucking this things. Because I'll lose this thing. <laughs> I, I sure hope not. I'm glad it's smaller than the package. I'm like, if it's that big, I'm afraid he's not going <laughs> to fucking use it. No, I'm going to put it right on there. Fuck, dude. Those keys have caused me way more raised, elevated blood pressure than should for somebody else's keys. I feel like my grandmother, and you are my grandfather, and he just loses everything the fucking second he takes his hands off. Imagine how I feel about that. Well, feel that way no longer, sir. With a new Key Tracker 5000, uh, it, it'll vibrate your butt plug. With Auto those? That, dude, that'd be an idea. Is that a butt plug that vibrates with higher frequencies. You get closer to the uh, second. <laughs> I was going to say, they sell like the, uh, the remote control, like the connect ones where yeah. you can fuck with it with your phone and shit yeah. like that. I have, when I was traveling, I was, I was looking at one for, uh, for the missus. Uh, Jen says, uh, welcome to my world. I say Merry Christmas to you too, Jen, because if this thing fucking works, our lives are going to get a lot easier, a lot easier. Uh, it's the little things in life. Now, put it on that key ring before you fucking lose it. <laughs> I know. You know what's going to be funny is I'm going to lose these keys before I activate He's it. He's going to fucking call me on his way home and be like, bro, did I leave my key tracker? <laughs> Holy fucking vey. Yeah. Dude, I, that was the first thing I shot for on Black Friday. And it was actually incredibly reasonable. I think it cost me like 14 bucks. Oh, for, that's... For something that's that's got a GPS trip, chip and... Uh, emits a noise that is uh I, I think a pretty solid deal i will i will i will set it up before i leave here <laughs> fair once I once think. the podcast is over that'll we'll be set it up that'll be my christmas present we'll make it well now i gotta get you some god damn it <laughs> that that's my christmas present that's to that's me your from <laughs> me <laughs> you're good dude Oh, my God. Touché. Your Christmas present to me is using it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Right? I thought that was pretty good. I was like, fucking, I, I, I got to break out the Christmas wrapping paper early and shit so that I can make sure that he has it and all that happy stuff. Oh, that's amazing. That is that is good. I like that. I feel Thank better. You. Thank you. <laughs> I feel better. That's <sighs> That's one less thing I got to worry about because, trust me, if you think... If you think it is a pain in the ass for you, I go through the oh shit, where are my keys every day. Well, I just told the my least favorite where is your keys moment, right? Yeah, sure. My favorite one was at work. When you start spinning around in a circle like my dog when she's looking for a place to shit. And, and I'm going, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you start patting yourself down. And you're like, can't go anywhere without my keys. Have you seen them? And I'm, I look straight at you. Straight at your fucking belt loop. And they're just hanging right the fuck there. And I'm like, really, dude? Dude, I I pat everywhere, but right where they were. Perhaps, perhaps you should change to a different belt loop, one that you will pat. Uh, it, it's okay. <laughs> what they need is uh, another version where 
it has a little electrical impulse. So if the keys are on you and you ask me where your keys are, I can push the button on my phone and give you fucking like 10,000 volts. Oh, it'll shock my nuts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that is, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. That's pretty fucking good. So now that that's out of the way, how was your week? <laughs> um, it was pretty good. It was, uh, it was short. Only worked three days this week. Uh, had Thursday and Friday off. Um, Thursday and Friday went really well. Uh, my brother-in-law came in. Uh, him and his family hung out, and then we went to uh, went to my dad's house, hung out for Thanksgiving, and uh, that's about it. We went golfing Friday, which was good. It was one of the best rounds of golf I've had in a while. Yeah, which is, I mean, golfing golfing in '86 isn't. Isn't good in most people's book, but I mean, for me, uh, that was fucking great. You, you think you're bad? I was trying to figure out if you were talking about the temperature or the year. I was like, <laughs> you had to be born before '86. There's no way it was '86 degrees on Friday, so I, I was just completely lost. I had no idea what's going on. So '86 was was my score. There you go, on your little card with your little bitty pencil. I I keep my score on my phone. Oh, okay. I have a I I subscribe to a an app called Swing You. Uh, if you want to sponsor us, just hit us up, thecigarjunkies at gmail.com. I subscribe to a swinging app, too, but it's um, different. <laughs> yours has the upside down <laughs> pineapple on it. Um, but uh, I subscribe to an app called Swing You, and it uh, it does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, first off, it, it has damn near every golf course in the country, like GPS satellite. Works with GPS, tells you how far away from your shot are or how far away from the flag you are and stuff like that. And it keeps your score. You can put your score in, and it keeps your handicap for you. So, which is, it's really cool. I like it. Sounds like a full-time job. Keep a track of your handicap. It is. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, dude, like we did, uh, it, was a, it was a good, I got an extra day, I think. Yeah, five days off instead of four, so that's cool. Um, Thanksgiving was uh, was nice. I, I didn't uh, fuck up and, and uh mismeasure the amount of alcohol I consumed. I, I drank plenty of tequila, but an amount that I knew I was comfortable with instead right of an entire fifth of coffee-flavored moonshine. Jesus. That's what I did the previous Thanksgiving. I didn't know those little mason jars. First of all, this was like, you know, the Smoky Mountain moonshine coffee-flavored one, which is fucking delicious. It tastes like chocolate milk, kind of. Oh, yeah. my God. But it's like not it's like thirty five ABV or something like that. It's not particularly high. No. Uh, so seventy proof or something, right? Mm-hmm. And so I fucking filled up my travel cup and I'm pounding that fucking thing. And I was like, it's only this much left. I may as well finish it, you know. Not understanding that that mason jar is a fifth yes. of alcohol at thirty five ABV. Yes. Yeah. And I probably had something else to drink too. So I I bet you I drank that whole fifth of moonshine. In my first 20 to 40 minutes at their house. Oh, my God. It was a bad time. I got, like, just super wasted, which I don't... I like to get super buzzed. I don't ever like to get drunk. So when I get there, I get nervous. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is not good. It's like, okay, it's dinner time. I'm cool. I'll go eat dinner. It'll absorb it. We'll be fine. Nope. Dinner just sat on top of it like a fucking nasty sewage barge. Ew. In my gut. And uh, so I went downstairs and I tried real hard to just like, okay, give us some time for the food to work. Basement's black. There's no light. There's no windows. 
And I found a corner and just fucking like did this. <laughs> and we're sitting there rocking back and forth going, come on, man. Come on, man. It'll go. It'll go away. You'll be all right. And eventually I was not all right. And I went outside and uh, puked over the hill at Uncle Artie and Aunt Judy's house. Well, actually, I thought it was over the hill. Apparently it wasn't as far as I'd liked it to be because the dog discovered it later. Uh not not my finest moment. I was I was swearing in front of like the ninety four year old grandma oh, at, the, at the Thanksgiving table and stuff. This year was good, dude. I was I was composed, you know, relatively so. Went up to camp afterward. Gave one more go at hunting for the year on Saturday. It was fucking terrible. Nothing. Did you see anything at least? Yeah, kind of. So first of all, holy shit! I think it's my first day out during rifle season ever, like opening day rifle. Okay. God damn, it's like a war zone in them woods. I was terrified, dude. I'm like, I don't trust any of these motherfuckers around here. Like, I'm going to get, they're going to find me in this tree, you know, later. Yeah. Um, Wait, were, were you in a tree stand? Yeah. Oh, you were hunting archery the first day of rifle. No, I was still hunting rifle. You we, I, I ain't walking that. around in them woods, bro, with walked. all these other people fucking with rifles. Fuck, no, I'm going to sit still with my orange up in the stand to indicate where I am. Uh, I want no part in that. But dude, there were like this. This what, I just keep. I just keep cycling through the ones you've got sitting here. I, I I guess I have to refill some of them. No, dude. Like before before sunrise, I heard three shots that were closer than I needed them to be. Sure. And then between the hours of seven a.m. and nine a.m., I bet you I heard another two hundred shots. Really, two hundred. I bet you. And the disturbing thing is, I've been watching these woods all year. I know how many, uh, roughly, how many deer are in that valley, and there's nowhere near two hundred, nowhere near. So I'm like, there's two possibilities: either a, these guys are shooting at every fucking leaf that blows in the wind, which is a terrifying prospect for me, or they're all shooting at deer, in which case there is no deer left; they're all gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, at, at those deer. After the first, oh, 10 or 15 shots, maybe less, they're, they're probably all going to be like, uh, we're getting the hell away from this. Well, there's only so, like a lot of the shots, I think, we're up on top of the hill. I'm down in the valley. You uh, know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm sure they're moving the deer around. Sure. Like, there was a stupid kid that hunted there for his first fucking time, like 20-year-old kid, that ended up with a really nice eight-point. I wanted to fucking shoot him. I pulled too hard on my headphones, and oh. I was only getting one ear, and it was frustrating, gotcha. so I had to fix it. No, because it's like, fuck you, dude. Like, I put my time in up here. I ain't like one of them old crotchety guys that's like, you can't shoot any deer in my woods. But, like, I'm thinking of already starting a club. It's going to be called 10 Years No Deers. Because uh, <laughs> I've never shot a deer. And uh, so it's, like, really frustrating, you know. But... The last shot that was, like, real close to me was so close, I about pissed my pants. Like, if I wasn't dehydrated, I would have pissed my pants. Dude, it was so fucking close. And uh, I didn't take hearing protection out because I hadn't considered it, you know, so I'm not wearing any. This shot was so fucking loud. And then right in front of me, about five seconds later, a deer com- or a doe comes up the hill. Uh-huh. And my rifle was right here. I could have pulled it up, but I was a little shaky because I was terrified. <laughs> fucking boom. Like, Holy shit. And, um, but then the first thing that come to my head is somebody just shot that thing right in front of me. So like, there's going to be a, you know, that's somebody else's deer. It's got a bullet in it already. Sure. Well then, 
I learned my lesson from the last time I was out, and I was like, let's keep an eye, see what happens now. Well, fucking another deer comes up right behind it. And I'm like, oh, okay, so either two of these deer could be okay if they're running off together. Were they running or walking? They ran up the, like, from the lowest uh, uh, orchard, we call it down there, Uh up the hill. Like, they were startled by the noise and popped up the hill. Sure. And then just kind of walked at a pace up the hill. They weren't, like, running. And 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 in the, the the second or two, I had to think about it. The doe, neither of the deer looked injured. They didn't look like they were running for their lives. They just looked startled. Sure. So I'm like, okay, I'll take a shot at this fucking second one. And uh, well, the second one ended up being this fucking spike. That's the third time I've seen him this year. He's not a legal deer for me to fucking shoot. Sure. And I had the crosshairs on him. I could have blew him the fuck away. Now here's the fun part: as I found out later on in the day, that fucking shot that I heard. Was some guy accidentally shooting a fucking spike. Not that one, a different one. So he shot an illegal deer that scared these two deer up to me, and I didn't have time to take a shot at the doe. And again, I was thinking it was somebody else's anyways, and then the next deer wasn't legal, so I couldn't do nothing about it. Uncle Artie thinks he shot a doe, never found a blood trail. So if he did shoot it, that's two deer this year that he has uh, shot and not, (laughs) not fucking... Taken, so I am now I understand accidents happen, uh, but I am a big proponent on target acquisition. Know what you're shooting. Yeah. Well, that's why it's know terrifying. Know what you're shooting. Right? You're out there with these fucking Neanderthals going like, you know, they're going to be like, I'm oh, sorry, I thought he was a five point, you know? There should, there should be relatively... The amount of accident, accidental... Uh, spike killings in a year should be minimal. If if guys go out there and they acquire their targets and they make sure they know what they're shooting, that's not going to happen. I think the one he shot was a real small spike, and it may have only been on one side or whatever. That's a little bit different, but um, now you can you can mistake a spike for a doe. Sure. Well, the spike that I saw, I've seen him three times. He's got at least. Uh, probably a six-inch spike. Like, it's it's a solid spike, dude, yeah. Uh, so it's hard to miss that one. Um, and that's not the one he shot. But it was like, I looked at him like, I can't shoot this deer. Not to mention, he's fucking little anyway. Um, yeah, why, why, would you, why would you kill the small buck? That's, that's why, why I like... Kill the small buck? That's why I like archery, is because in archery, even with a crossbow... You, you're going to make sure that you've got your shot before you take your shot, right? You have Absolutely. to think about it a little more. With a rifle, you could just be like, oh, all I could see is his fucking leg. I could guess where the rest is. The rifle's going to hit it. You yeah, know what I mean? You're and, not, you got these guys out here with their, like, $1,900 Agent 47 fucking scopes yeah. on their grandfather's 1965 270. You know, and they're like, oh, fuck, this thing will this thing will shoot the dick off a bumblebee at 300 yards. Right. Like, no, no, it won't, bud. No, even even so, that's not a valid reason to be taking shots at a patch of brown that you see moving in the bushes. And that's what a lot of people do. And and that's why I like archery, because I feel like you're a lot less likely to be accidentally shot during archery than you are during rifle. Besides that, most most archery hunters do sit in a stand and stay in place or sure. we and, and all of the guys that i hunt with we all communicate by radio 
to be like, hey, man, like I'm going to I can't sit anymore. I'm going to go take a walk around, keep an eye out from this direction. I might push something to you or I'm going to try to or I got to run back to camp and take a shit. So like keep an eye on the east side because that's where I'm walking from. Maybe maybe I'll startle something. I'm sure. So maybe we should talk about what we're smoking today, but we're not going to play a bump because I provided them. So fuck our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> it's time for the cigar of the week brought to you by Corey's fucking garage. Mm, uh, the cigar cave. Now I'm thinking it's time for the cigar of the week brought to you by the strum junkies acoustic duo. Are you looking for quality acoustic music in the Pittsburgh area? Do you want to understand what the guy is saying? Uh, do you want to tip somebody lots of money? Uh, then our show is for you. Come hang out. If it's Halloween time, we'll have a cauldron and a smoke machine. Um, and, and if not, if you pay us a lot of money for something we were already going to play, we will play it for you. I promise. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so, so the cigar we're smoking today, because of the fact that I didn't have the fucking mental capacity or fortitude or foresight to communicate with one of our sponsors to select a cigar and provide it. For you mean us. the place I was yesterday? Yeah, probably. One of the, one, yeah, and the one you're always 10 minutes from is actually it's his turn. Uh, uh, yeah. so, Hi, Dave. <laughs> uh, so instead, we're going to smoke the DBL Maduro Extra Viejo, uh, five and a quarter by 50 Robusto. This has a Mexican-era Paraca wrapper, a Dominican binder, and fillers from Dominican and Brazil. The thing I like about... This cigar. And when I say this cigar, I mean this cigar. I was already smoking one, so I haven't had to cut and light this one yet. I will in a moment. This is um, one of my favorite current offerings as it is fire cured. And I love a fire cured fucking cigar. The other cool thing is if you really want to impress somebody with a beautiful present for Christmas, you could see if Sam could get another one fast enough and he might be able to sell you one of these beautiful DBL humidors. That comes with nothing but the extra Viejo cigar. Whoops. And it'll shoot them out to you in a beautiful fashion such as that. It actually comes with, I think, 44 different cigars in here. It has no built-in humidification, but it does have a built-in analog hygrometer that's very nice. It works well. And there's a couple of spots in there for you to put humidification. Up here is too small for you to put the um, the Bovita packs in. Uh-huh. But there's a unit down here that's hollow. You could put a Bovita pack in there, which is what I've been doing. And it's been maintaining a really good, perfect 70 degrees. I got it. I'll get it. Don't sweat it. Those are, it, it comes with like five of these little itty bitties that are actually kind of nice whenever you're out with like cigarette smokers and you don't have time for a full cigar. They're good. So go see our friend Sam at Just the Tip Cigars in Bavarian Village out in South Park. He will hook you the fuck up. Well, not as well as he'll hook me up. Maybe, but uh, pretty good. Comes with he, a nice little key. He overcharges Corey by like 15%. Yeah, that's true. I just don't know it. Um, the other cool thing is, uh, so it comes in like a pretty dope-ass, probably faux leather bag. It has a little bag that fits it perfectly. Oh, really? Um, with the DBL logo on it and a couple of carry handles. That's cool. It looks very similar to like if you were to get like a proprietary bag for your mixer or something. Okay. Uh, for like audio mixer. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's perfectly made for it. It's pretty cool if you're gonna tote around a humidor with you. I've done it. It's nice. I've, I I take it. I take the little the little small one I have with me. That's 
That's all I got. So now, Jason, you may drink because I'll tell the kids at home, I actually paired something on purpose with this cigar. Oh. And I'm, I wanted to wait until you had an opportunity to just have some of the cigar. First of all, you get more of the, the fire cure or any of those interesting properties on the cold draw before you light it than you do afterward. Mm. But I think it still has like a cool little sting of it somewhere in there. Yeah. I've selected the Lagavulin 16, uh, which is my absolute favorite peated scotch. It's it's uh, if you're looking for some water to put in there after your first sip, there's a bottle over there. So this is the Lagavulin. The reason I like it is that it is not um, like all up in your face like Lafroig or Ardbeg. They are insanely peated. They give you all of the peat. They're like, you want a peated scotch? We picked all of the peat and fucking burned this scotch with all of it. This is kind of like feels like a fifty percent. You can taste the whiskey. Yes. And you could taste the peat. It's like a nice little balance where it's not overwhelming. Ooh. What what uh if we if we were talking about this in Andrew Jackson's, how many of that those the, would this the be? price range for that bottle is like ninety. Okay. And and I've I've bought many severals because I, I greatly enjoy that scotch. Not only that, but my wife likes it too. Oh really? So I, I don't drink it regularly like most of my bottles that i'll consume from are usually in the 50 to 60 range because there's usually some pretty good stuff in that range um but when i want something good i i do pretty much always have a bottle of that in the cabinet because i like it a lot you, you know what's funny after we did the uh liberty pole event uh which by the way shout out to the liberty pole folks you guys are fucking awesome i saw helen yesterday and ellen ellen it's ellen, ellen. Like DeGeneres. Oh. You sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. But maybe not. Maybe I've been effing it up, and that's why she isn't reaching out to me, because we're, we're trying to schedule uh, some gigs over at uh, hmm. the Anyhow, it, it, I'm, I'm now unsure. Uh, but Get anyhow, him, Sam, if he's out there. I, I uh, After we did the Liberty Pole event, I brought several bottles of whiskey home. and uh, Sure, as Jason does. Yeah. Jason can't. You, you are very much like me in the impulsive buying spectrum. <laughs> you probably spend 90% of your money at the store right in front of the register. No, actually, no? I don't. I don't. No? I But if I see something like that, that stuff doesn't appeal to me. It's the stuff they have in the back of the store. And I'll, I'll, I'll like walk past it and be like, oh, fuck, I didn't come here for that. What, is, it an end, is it an end case display, though? Because that's the same thing. Like the little temporary pop-ups they put up and move around the stores? No? Because those things are always like that. I hadn't considered it, but I could use one of those. Yeah, but my, my I hadn't considered it, but I could use one of those, is like uh, a fucking shop vac. Like, like I'll go into the store to buy... You always use a shop vac. Yeah, I'll go into the store to buy brackets for a project I'm doing, and I'll come home with a shop vac and a fucking miter saw. Oh, dude, if I have to go to Home Depot... During uh, November, December, or May, because th- those are the best sale times of the year. Is you got pre Father's Day, and you've got Black Friday through Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. If I have to go into Home Depot during those times for like a screw or anything to that nature, I will be in that store for over an hour. I've gotten better at not purchasing every item I see, but I still have to look at everything they have on sale because I'm like. I know that's the Absolutely. time to buy that shit. 
Well, and here's here's the thing that's that's really going to get me. Uh, we have we have okay paying jobs, and um, there are two things that I want very badly. Only two. Just what about the cajon? Is that in there? There, there, three. There's, there's. That's uh, just off the top of my head. There's um, two garage things I want. Okay. I want a sex a, dungeon. Three garage things I want. <laughs> there is a uh, uh, a shop back. I want a big, like five horsepower shop back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want probably a fifteen to twenty gallon air compressor. Fair. Yeah. Fair. I I have those items. And I don't have a shop vac that big, it, but I've gone through some. You haven't. You have a twenty gallon air compressor. Oh, like I'm I, talking like one that's like this big. Oh. No, but here's the thing, my air compressor is old. It's my grandfather's air compressor. Okay, it is right here. So the the capacity, oh, the air capacity is not high. That's fifteen gallon, probably. But the motor on it, like the actual compressor, is fucking legit as fuck. Mm. Like it it pumps up pretty quick. And my like, dad, wow, what, shit. my dad has a I think a Sears, yeah. or a Craftsman. That's like that. It's probably it's probably the same exact size. It's got an old Honda motor on it that's been on that goddamn thing since nineteen eighty six. I don't know what this thing is. It's probably like a Briggs and Stratton or something, but it's like old school. It, yeah, it's either a Briggs and Stratton or a Honda, yeah. one or the other. And like it leaks a little bit. So like if you leak, you can't when you when you have it turned on, mm-hmm. you have to remember to turn it off. Oh. Because I've made that mistake of filling my tires and forgetting to turn off the compressor and then leaving. And then my wife shitting her underwear because she's sitting upstairs watching TV and all of a sudden <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's yeah. brutally loud. Brutally loud. Yeah, the one my dad has, uh, he has this towel he cut in half. It's probably like three foot by three foot square that just sits over top of the motor. Because the thing just oil everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So I've got something else here. Like, this is this is just going to be a good little chill fucking catch up with Jason show. But there's something Jason has not seen in person to which he needs to. So I'm going to leave the room while Jason fills in on the microphone so I can get it and show it to him so he can see it. Oh, neat. Oh, I know what he's going to get. Um... So, filling in on the microphone is, uh, I I wasn't prepared for it, so I have nothing to talk about, except for maybe, uh, oh man, my my mind just goes to the weirdest shit. Um, I haven't seen any good movies lately, really haven't. Uh, Haven't played any good guitars either. However, I'm really excited to see this one. Coming to you from Fat Gandalf Customs. Is fucking Corey's Aladino SG. SG, fucking West Paul. Sorry, my son has an SG. I get fucked up. So, maybe you can help me decide how I'm going to finish this guitar. Do a lot of sanding I had to do. (laughs) A lot of sanding. Uh, What I'm thinking is I may continue the sanding and sand the back of the guitar as well as the headstock, and clear the whole thing just in wood, in, in the natural wood tones. 
Um, or I may paint the body. Uh, I could paint it black, or I might use like that Aladino yellow in there. Um, so I'm, I'm not real sure what I'm going to do with it yet. The options are, are boundless, but I have two in my mind. Cool fucking guitar. Fun to play. Super fun to play. I've been playing it a lot. I haven't played electric guitar much in a long time. It's the action. But I've got the, good the action on it's really low, too. It's very, very comfortable to play. It's not as heavy as a normal Les Paul because we've got it hollowed out a bit. It's 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 very nice. It's fun to play. When we shut down the show, I'll have to fucking plug it into an amp for you. So the kids at home can't oh, hear the little really strums, but uh, so I'm gonna fill in with a little voiceover work um, just to. Uh, you know, keep the kids from being like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, Jason, Jason's playing what appears to be a lick uh, in the C major scale. I don't know that. I'm just making e. it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making shit up. Oh, blues lick and E. <clears throat> Turned out fucking sweet. It is. It is a beautiful guitar, man. Um, he, that's the guy that makes the. Uh, the cigar, the box cigar box ones. That, yeah. That's my cigar box guitar. I uh, I'm interested to to know if he planed off that top. He did, he did, he did. He planed. He had off the to because like, it's rounded. Yeah, that's not. It's and it's not a. Um, it's not like a, an Epiphone or a Gibson. It's just an SG copy or I'm, I'm, a, a Les Paul copy he had laying around. You can so you can buy. Uh, if you're if you're Decent. Oh, uh, you buy kits. Yeah, if you're decently uh, talented, like woodworker, mm -hmm. uh, you can buy the raw material. Yeah, you buy a whole kit. But the thing about it is, you can buy for like a sixteenth of the price the raw materials of like a Paul Reed Smith. Yeah. And put one fucking together. Sure, you can. Absolutely. Uh, you're probably going to pay a little bit for the neck. The uh, hardware Especially. And shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the hardware and shit's cheap, but the thing about the Paul Reed Smiths that makes them nice is they're, first off, they're, they're fucking expertly handcrafted. They sound like a fucking angel singing. Uh, even when they're not plugged in, you're just, you, you hear that tone and that reverberation and the sound through that guitar and you're like, that's a PRS for fucking sure. Yeah. Um, and the inlay on the fretboards for like Paul, have you ever seen some of those? I believe I have, but off the top of my head, I can't recollect. I saw one that was, it was just almost completely inlaid. It was like, pick a, up the drink, put down the drink. It was like, a, I, I'm, a, I'm Italian. Uh, <laughs> It's it was like a phoenix. Oh, okay. Uh that was in oh, that's through the dope. entire yeah. neck. Dude, Some of that shit's incredible. For sure. Um no, I'm with you. I get it. And um, you know, full credit to Louie did an outstanding job, but uh it's funny because he goes like, Okay, what kind of cigar box guitar do you want? And I'm like, You're not gonna like it. And he's like, What do you mean? And I'm like, Well, I've been trying real hard to find a box that I like that's unique and going to look fucking cool because I'm not going to play a fucking three-string cigar box guitar. I won't do it. 
I need a six string because I'm a rhythm player. I strum chords. Sure. And so, essentially, did you see the one that he made for Evan? Yeah, it's fucking dope. Look, you see that's that fucking beautiful. inlay? Yeah, dude, it's incredible. Did you see the one that he made for Evan? Uh-uh. Um, he made a few of them in that style. They're this super cool, like, uh, LFD box or something. Okay. And instead of being, like, a normal rectangular shape, it's like a trapezoid. Like, you got a short one. Oh, wait a minute. And a yes. long one. That's the one he played, like, at the yes. end of that, he put, sh- he puts that a, one show. It's, and he put a Stratocaster setup on it. So yeah. it's got, like, two single coils and a hum- or mm-hmm. three single coils, whatever a hum- uh is there a humbucker on a strat? The big apple, yeah. There's yeah, two there's, single coils and, a, and then there's and a, humbucker. a double humbucker on yeah, the yeah, bottom yeah. on the big apple. So it's like that. It's got the the Stratocaster uh, uh, pickup, or I'm sorry, pickguard on it and all that stuff. And he's made three of them that I know of. The one was a super cool pearl white one that he did for Evan. I did it a couple other ones. And I was like, I really think that's fucking cool looking, dude. Mm-hmm. It's dope. But I like, he already did that. So I'm like, I want something different. The one he made... <clears throat> The one he made for Evan was six string, wasn't it? Yes. That's yes. All, thought, th- yeah, all three yeah, of the guitars that he made out of those boxes were all six string okay. Stratocaster setups. They were just different colors. Gotcha. And I was like, "That's super fucking cool for a cigar box guitar," but I kind of like you've already made three of them. I want something a little more unique. And so all I had sitting around was this absurdly large fucking Aladino Cuban display box that I won at fucking Nelson Augusta's last year. I was like, "Well, what if we?" cut a cigar box or uh, a guitar shape out of this cigar box and fucking turned it like we could do it he's like dude that sounds just fucking terrible <laughs> he's like i don't want any part in that and i'm like come on man it'd be cool and so he texts me the one day he's like so I'm on, i've been i'm on a road trip i've had a lot a lot of time to think i i think i know a way to do it i want to do it i'm like okay cool so what he did was he just took the lid of the box mm-hmm. and cut the pattern out of it and then took a West Paul copy that he had literally just the body. You know, he has fucking uh, 50 disassembled guitars in his yeah. garage that people just gave to him or whatever. Or he got cheap from shit that wouldn't sell, sell at secondhand places. So sure. that's like he's got all these necks, all these bodies. He's like, I'll just take this and I'm going to like plane it down and hollow it out with a router and put your box on top. And I'm like, let's fucking go. And... That is such a unique looking guitar. That's what I love about That's it. That's a semi hollow body. It has some hollow, like he hollowed out what he needed to. I don't think it's like fully hollowed out. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. But, but I mean, it's got a lot less material in it than a normal uh, Les Paul would. Dude, there was back when I was playing all the time uh, and I was fucking poor because sure. I was a musician. Yes. Doing musician. No, that, yeah, that's all you had to yeah. say. <laughs> um, I, just a quick break breakaway. My my sister told me once. She's like, "Oh, I met this new dude. This is like three years ago," and, and she's like, "I oh, fucking he's my soulmate and shit." I was like, "Does he have a job?" And she's like, "He's a musician." And I'm like, "So no." <laughs> that 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 that's my perspective. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was I was doing doing the musician gig, and uh, playing all the time. We we practiced four nights a week. We played a show every weekend. Um. And, like, we were super 
super in the Pittsburgh music scene. Yeah. We knew all kind of bands. I yeah. never, I never had to worry about where we were playing. I was going to talk to somebody, yeah. and somebody was going to be like, "Oh, hey, we yeah, need we somebody to, to play, yeah. or we need an opener, or we need something like this, or we need something like that." So we we played every weekend, um, and I was looking at this, huh, Schecter, yeah, semi hollow. It was matte. It was it was gloss white. Oh, okay. And it had all the accents on it were gold. Ooh. It was gorgeous. It sounds it was, like it. Yeah, it yeah. was nine hundred bucks. I went and That's played. Not bad, it. really. Right. And but, the, in the scale of like what guitars can cost, sure. It's still, it's it's still way like three times more than any guitar that I own. Yeah. But uh, it's it's not terrible. Yeah, and uh, I ended up not buying it because. Where's where's a fucking twenty four year old kid who is working at fucking Dick Sporting Goods gonna come up with nine hundred fucking dollars? I mean, I could have. Yeah, it's not like the snap on guy comes by your house and fucking pulls it out of the garage and then comes and gets fifty bucks from you every week or breaks yeah. your knees. It's not a bad idea though. What? A fucking guitar truck? Like like a fucking snap on style, like fucking if if Guitar Center just had like a fucking a big truck with like a bunch of gear in it, it's not a bad way to go, dude. Not a bad way. All right, it's, uh, I'm sick of this shit. Uh, Iron Man needs filled too, so it ain't gonna help you a whole lot. But here it is, if you need it. And here is the the lighter. I'm going to add that you have. I I do two, have that lighter. Two of them. I think you have two of them. I do not have two of them. Why not? I do. I only have one. Did you lose one? No, I didn't. Give one away? The, the owner of the second one keeps it. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, that she's a little low on gas, but she'll get you there. You know. But, uh, dude, I, I, I'm, like, super jacked about this fucking guitar. I've been playing electric on and acoustic, so I'm, like, doubling up on how much I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled out... Uh, my guitar processor, which I haven't really used. Oh, nice. Um, and, and it's a nice one. Like, f- considering. Like, it's not quite... It's one step below, like, the current best level of processors. So, it's a Zoom G5N. So, it has, like, all the amp modeling and shit built into it, which is nice, but it doesn't have impulse responses. Um, but what's really fucking cool about it is it's like, you ever see a... Normal multi-effects pedal has, like, fucking four buttons on it, Mm -hmm. four switches, and your volume pedal, right? This has that, but then it also has, like, four more. So it has, like, a built-in looper, the tuning button, and then you can switch back and forth between scrolling through your patches or what they call stomp mode. In stomp mode, you take a chain of effects that are, like, so if you go through, like, the pre-built shit that's in there, you would have something called, like, fucking... X metal or whatever, because they're not going to sure. like tell you the they for copyright purposes. They're not going to be like, oh yeah, we have like fucking dime bags pedal here or whatever. They come up with different names for the shit. But see, you have your amp, you have your cabinet, which are all changeable, and then your pedal chain. Well, when you go in the stomp mode instead of scroll mode, you can turn each thing on and off in that chain by stomping on it, just like you would in a normal if you had a normal pedal board. Mm-hmm. 
So like if you go, okay, I want to keep this, this patch is going to be built with this chain and it's going to have seven things in line and you're going to have a reverb pedal and an overdrive pedal and you can stomp those on and off individually and just use them like a traditional pedal board. It's fucking really cool. So I, 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 uh, I've been having a lot of fun tweaking it. My, my, uh, I guess we call him lead guitarist. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, he played lead guitar for my band or our band and uh he had this effect on his pedal it was called scoop okay it i hated it (laughs) i fucking hated it and i thought it sounded muddy it was like super super fucking muddy it was like you put an amp in a cardboard box and stabbed a bunch of fucking holes in the speaker that is what this fucking effect sounded like it was it was maniacally punk rock okay uh he fucking loved it i fucking hated it um and he would play with that stupid effect just to spite me all the time (laughs) my dad always said you could tell the guy that got the delay pedal for christmas because fucking he come show up to practice and just have like the delay turned up to like a hundred percent. So he's like kind of that one of those kind of things. He just found this thing and he fucking loved it, and so he just turned it up to eleven. <laughs> and he had he had a really 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 nice multi effects pedal, mm-hmm. really fucking nice one. Um, it's the same brand of the one the effects pedal I showed you, the vocal effects pedal I had. Okay, uh, it was the same brand. Um, and he had the guitar version of that. Yeah. And he used it for one effect. <laughs> right. One. Yeah. So that's what's cool about mine, too, is you can, um, like, you can download all kinds of different shit online. Again, you don't get the impulse responses, which is kind of like the newest technology that really gives it that, like, legitimate tone um, that they scientifically gain from measuring uh, different cabinets and shit like that. Um, but they're still pretty customizable. Um, and uh, what's cool is you could go online and be like, okay, I want my shit to sound like uh, James Hetfield's guitar. Sure. And there's a Metallica pack you can buy online for five or ten bucks and upload it straight into your pedal, and that's it. You fucking press it, it's going to sound like his James Hetfield's overdrive. It's, it is so crazy now about how you can recreate the sounds of guitars and shit like that. Because before, if you wanted James James Hetfield's guitar, you had to go buy an ESP or a Jackson with some fucking... uh, And all his pedals and and shit. ERGs. or I don't remember what what the pickups are. Uh, I have them in my guitar now. Um, But anyhow, you had to get those pickups. Yeah, you have to get the exact same set. Yeah. And you're you're playing on a uh, it's emulators for guitars. Yeah. What, what what was it? A fucking triple rectifier. What the hell is that? Rectifier. Damn yeah. Kill the fire. <laughs> oh fuck! I forget what the hell that amp's called. Uh, Mesa boogie. Mesa boogie. Oh yeah, yeah. Was yeah. the amp? I've got on. I've got I've got that amp in there. Yeah, it's sure. Mesa triple rectifier yeah. is what it was. What's up, Troy Harper? Fucking uh, what's the tattoo update? I need to know, man. Like fucking, I can't Ooh. wait to see somebody get because I. I don't even have the confidence to be like, I need a Cigar Junkies tattoo. Like, I put that logo on every fucking thing. I have. My whole wardrobe. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm, I'm now in the comfortable spot where 
I am going to start making my consultation appointments for the tattoo I'm going to get. Oh, shit. Yeah. There ain't going to be no Cigar Junkies tattoo no, on you. it's not going to be a Cigar Junkies tattoo. That's kind of lame. Well, I told you, we get we get 1,000 subscribers, I'll get a Cigar Junkies tattoo. Well, I thought that was like fucking party socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we went with. Uh, yeah, um, I know he he's seriously shopping, like the fucking finding somebody to do it. Troy so Harper. Interesting. Troy Harper. You get the Cigar Junkies tattoo. Uh, I will... You, like mad respect for sure, but uh, we'll we'll talk about you for a good long goddamn time. Uh, I, I kind of like my forearms aren't great like they used to be out of the oil field. They're still good for just putting no work into them. But maybe I should do a cigar junkies emblem on one forearm and the strum junkies emblem on the other one. And then like one day I'll be like lasering them off like we had a terrible breakup and it was fucking. <laughs> it's like getting your your girlfriend's name. Oof, that's a. That's a uh, that's a a whole long fucking message here from Troy. What's Troy got to say here? He says, uh, "So glad I'm a drummer, so I don't have to worry about all the effect pedals. Tattoo is still in the works. Come on, man, put your money where your mouth is. We had a really bad snowstorm, so I can't get out of town to get that done. <laughs> Excuses, all I hear. You know what I mean? So speaking of uh, little audience engagement here, uh, Corey, why don't you tell them about where <sighs> they can." Uh, I like to bump, but I hate to bump when you tell me when to bump. I, I know, you know I mean? but... It's like I was going to do the dishes, but now that you asked me to do them, I don't want them. That's okay. I don't want to do them. That's okay. Well, I, I was thinking about starting it at the beginning of the show, but I didn't. So, fucking, uh, let's go back to the old fucking Thanksgiving, shall we? You know what I'm thankful for, Sam? There, uh, Jason, Sam, fucking... Jason, Sam. Here. Sam's ghost. It's we got, fun. Sam's force ghost the, is here. The yeah. ghost of Samuel passed. There you go. Uh, I'm grateful for all our listeners and subscribers and super grateful if you guys would take the time to like, share, and subscribe to us on every platform so that I could go be like, hey, give us some money so we could do dumb shit like get tattoos or build cool guitars, you know, like fucking why not? You know what I mean? Money to do shit with for like you guys and stuff. Maybe maybe be able to buy some sh- some shirts in bulk. So that every time I need to order shirts, I don't buy 400 of them and hand them out to the people that fucking asked them for me and then have 600 other people ask me for a shirt and then I forget. So I, I think a quarter of your salary this year has gone to uh, buying shirts and then being like, I'm going to sell them this time. And then ending up giving them away, giving every last one of them away. I don't give them all away, but it's... it's 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 advertisement, so it's good to give some away, right? But at the same time, it's not built into our operational budget because we don't have one, um, which is something I need to get off my ass because I've actually got all the ducks in the row now. Um, so I'm ready to, to, to have the conversation with the primary sponsor. I just need to do, like, one more last research into our current numbers and decide how I'm going to approach the sales call. Um, but I've got one on the ropes, and I need to do it fast because what we need is a PC, and that PC keeps going away. Like, I have to keep going and find a new one to put in my cart because it's a PC that they don't make anymore. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to end up building it. That's Dude. what's going to happen. And I want that, I'll end up uh, building that it, case size. But here's the thing. I can build it in a case size that small. Can I, you build it that good? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I know. I don't need a mid tower to do it. I can do it in a small tower. I can even do it in a desktop tower. High tower. Steve um, Harvey. Remember that shit? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how it works. I build it, bro, and I don't have to fucking worry about it. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, what? I need a budget. That's what I'm saying. To build it, I need a budget. Yeah. We're in the same fucking boat. Right. As I'm fine. trying to get is a budget, and you're like, I'm just gonna have to build it. Yeah. Like, no. Like, I want to get the budget and fucking just buy. 
the, the nice thing is the case has the processor. It's all pre-assembled, like with the exception of like your graphics card and RAM. You know, in some cases they're included, or you could that upgrade them good. and shit. Right? I'm sorry, I was down to like the last little bit, or I'd it's be fine. fucking no, pouring it's fine. Anything else in the cabinet you want? You can one have is it. one is cool. So here's a like neat idea. Let's talk Otherwise, about. I'm it. not going to do shit when I get home. Let's talk about the pairing. Like fucking how? Was okay, it? yeah, dude. Spot on. Spot on. It. This is. Uh, as far as the strength of this cigar goes, it is, I would say, uh, medium. Yeah. Medium. A lot of flavors happening, yes. but it's not strong. It's, it's, it's not, not in your face. It's not one of those ones that makes you salivate too much. Uh, there's not a lot of of lingering in your mouth with the cigar. Uh, Shut that's the your, fuck up. That's your finish. Um, no, no, no. That's called no, the I, finish. I, I was waiting for the dick joke. No, 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 no. My, my, mine is Sam. I, I like dive into my nerd-like knowledge. So when you're talking about anything in terms of how the flavor sits on your palate afterward, whether it's a beverage or a cigar, that's the finish. Sure. A short finish is something that you taste and it goes away quickly. A long finish is something that after you fucking take a bite, drink, puff, you, it stays for a long time. I got that long finish, baby. That's not what I heard. Um, but that... that that is the technical term. It's quick, but it's long. Yeah. So we recommend that pairing. Like if you're looking for Christmas presents. Oh, dude. A fucking uh, extra Viejo humidor and a fucking bottle of uh, Lagavulin. Dude. It, they are both very, they've got a lot of taste, but it's not something that sticks around for a long time. It's a weird. It does it well. It's a weird subtractive and complementary. Yes. Because both of them have a fire-cured element to them. Sure. A peat element, a smoky, as you might say. So you kind of have that process of elimination. They, they cancel each other out, and you taste a little bit more of the behind-the-scenes on both. But at the same time, what's left still complements each other very well. So it's, it's, not, it's actually really nice, like, down-the-middle-of-the-road fucking pairing because yeah. it does a little bit of everything. I'm for it. I I agree. That was that was in that was very nice. That's a uh like by the fireplace sitting in your in your fucking lounge chair with your smoking jacket on. Nice pairing. Good cigar. Good okay. drink. It, it's a it's a little fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. You got to get fancy. your Russian gangster fucking scotch glasses out and shit. Um, which is actually exactly why I buy these. It's like the fucking bad guy in John Wick. That's that's what I'm going for. Like one day there's just going to be an office with wood paneling everywhere, books that I've never read, and like a, a Murphy door. The, are, are these actually crystal though? I believe they are. Yeah, because oh, I, I I so I have like I've gone through a few. I broke one of my original set, but my original set of four were crystal, and then I've. Picked some up at like Goodwill and shit that were like the same one, so it's sure. hard to say. But I think they're crystal. We'll, we'll go with it. We'll say they are. I uh, do not necessarily as cool as the idea that Troy Harper has of like everybody needs to get a uh, cigar junkie tattoos so we can have a junkie army like the Kiss Army, fucking Kiss Army. I feel like if you were rolling around with something called the Junkie Army. Like, there would be politicians at every level being like, we need to do something about this. We need to do something to quell the junkie army. Although, if you've walked around Philadelphia at all, apparently not that much. Yeah. I was a little on the nose. 
I, I saw a video recently on the interwebs. <laughs> like, I've seen a lot of Fucking zombie apocalypse over in fucking Philly. Oof. It's bad. Like Philadelphia, Los Angeles, which they recently cleaned up. Uh, but it's... I, I've seen... I've seen videos and stuff of just the the fentanyl zombies. I tell you one thing: around. if you got those guys hooked on fucking cigars instead, they would have <laughs> they would have no money for drugs. <laughs> you know, we're, we're the anti junkie junkies. I don't you know, know I mean? how much fentanyl costs, so I couldn't tell you yeah. if if a hit of fentanyl was as much as a a, a good boutique cigar. Yeah, either either. Guitars or cigars, either one of them will just uh, completely eliminate your extracurricular budget. If they were smoking cigars <laughs> while playing guitars and driving fast cars, they would have no fucking money for drugs. Dude, we're going to have like a fucking summer event. Fucking smoking cigars while playing guitars and driving cars. going to be a lot of casualties. <laughs> At this event. Oh, yeah, because you're playing the the, the, the guitar yeah, no, while you're yeah. driving the car and smoking a cigar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Reminds me of, like, dead. the good old teenage years. Like, the, the the whole thing of, like, oh, you, you, you know, texting and driving is dangerous. Motherfucker. When I was 17 years old, I was driving my five-speed while eating a hot dog, smoking a cigarette, and changing the CD in my five-disc yep. changer. While simultaneously fucking shifting gears, steering with one knee, and fucking hitting the, you know, like, dude, I had so much more going on than that. If you can't text and drive, that's natural selection. I was, I, same thing, but I would do, so, I was a big cereal uh, consumer Killer. eater. Oh. I was, I, I ate a like lot of breakfast cereal. cereal. Yeah, breakfast <laughs> cereal was my thing. I ate two bowls of cereal in the morning, every morning. Um, my mom and dad had these like really big just driving down the road plastic like, cups here we go so my first car was a 1994 ford escort hatchback it was a oh, five shit. speed here okay green um it was gray oh okay uh it was a five speed um i would fill that cup with cereal pour milk in it jam a spoon down in it get in my fucking car i'm driving with one knee fucking trying to hold this goddamn uh, cereal in between my legs while I'm shifting, hitting the clutch and spooning fucking cereal into my mouth while I'm driving to fucking work. I worked as a roofer. So if if you was... take that last sentence you spit out, okay, and you replace the word cereal with something else, I think we may have just created a new subcategory on Pornhub. D dick? Uh, what? Pussy? I mean, there's a lot of interchangeable ideas there. Tentacle. Th there, okay. okay. You know, there, there's options here in 2023. We have uh, just, just a whole supply of them. Why did you use a spoon? I got. I got <laughs> the wife says. <laughs> I've, I've here. Here's a good one. Yeah. Obviously, roadhead is a thing, right? Every guy's like pre-marriage. Yes. Man, I want to. I want to be driving down the road. Uh, not when you're shifting in, gears. Getting, getting a fucking slobber on, uh, while I'm driving. Mm -hmm. Have you ever gone down on a chick while she's driving? No, no. But the number of times that I've been in a vehicle with somebody that was like the other person was driving were very rare. Mm. Um, there, there was a time, you know, where, where those those things transpired. Again, teenage years. Yeah, yeah. That's. Um, I'm not talking about. Oh, I'm in my forties. My wife's. No, but like that, we're we're, that, we're but, grown. But but, so. but like you have to choose for 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 gentlemen like us. Gentlemen, I I use the word loosely. Uh, you have to decide, right? You're like. 
do I want to enjoy this experience? Um, or, or, or do I want to pass on this experience or do I want to have to replace this cr- clutch later? Because you can always stay in third gear for so long. You know what I mean? It was, let, like, me, huh. let, me, let me paint a picture for you. It was, it was the, the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, the early 2000s. We are, we are driving my dad's truck. Hi, dad. <laughs> it was an old bench seat Ford F-150. Oh, bench seat's yep. way, way more gooder for that. And I pulled over. I was like, get in the driver's seat. So she gets in the driver's seat, and as she does, I'm like, put your leg up on the goddamn seat. So then she's using her left. See, I'm going to die. I don't, I don't trust a woman <laughs> to use her left. She did pretty well. Yeah. She did pretty well. I don't know, dude. The left's a hard time. Went down on a woman while she was driving a truck. For how long? I don't remember. Yeah, probably like 15 seconds. She's like, you're not doing it right no, now. No, no. It was... <laughs> I... I, I what I distinctly remember is that she wasn't going very fast, and we got passed by someone who had just looked right down into the <laughs> truck. Did you give us a little? And, and he was like, he was like, Bling. yep. And that was it. It was the, yeah, fuck yeah. I gave him the wink and the gun. Yeah, oh dude, fucking yeah. We won't get too carried away. I did have an experience that was was a little more beyond that. I was I worked as a plumber after high school, mm-hmm. and. uh while I was working as a plumber, we went and uh, the the the, the company there was just one guy that owned this company, and I was working directly for him. So he went and did like a repair job on like his cousin's house or something. At one point, and his cousin's daughter was like into me, and so we were like, "Yeah, you want to like hang out sometime?" And shit, yes. Yeah. So he'll so pick this chick up, but I had my buddy, like like a peripheral buddy. Not like a good, good buddy, but like I like this guy. Do you know what the cool. difference between a buddy and a good buddy is? Uh, he'll he'll reach around. Good buddy gets two blowjobs. He gives you one. There you go. Fair enough. Um, so back of a CRX, there's no back seat back there, but he's 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 got to be back there because like I'm go to pick his chick up. So pick up the chick and like conversations are ensuing because he has less of a filter than I did in those days. And so he's like encouraging her. And so like, you know, fucking the, the, the action starts to happen and the motherfuckers in the back seat, like fucking cheering it on while it's happening and shit. Given the, like the, the fucking two in the pink, one in the stink fucking, you know, shit in the back seat. Well, so give her the shocker, bro. Give her the shocker. And anyways, let's find out what's up in the news. We it's time that. for the cigar news brought to you by Tom's Penworks. As a cigar smoker, you appreciate luxury. And as a premium cigar smoker, you appreciate handmade craftsmanship. And as a customer of Tom's Penworks, you'll appreciate the selection of custom-made, limited-production items that you can show off to your friends. From handmade pens, pencils, bottle openers, cigar cases, and now custom rings, Tom will create something special for you or your loved one. Find him on the web at etsy.com slash shop slash Tom's Penworks. And as always, you can find the link in the description for this episode. Definitely check out Tom's Penworks. Doing some cool shit with them pens right can now. I, can I interrupt you? You for, have to. It's part second. of the fucking law of the cigar junkies. I really, really like the end of that fucking commercial bump. Thank you. I really fucking like I record it. it like the little the do 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 do. Oh, yeah, it was, I, that was like a free free license music that I. Picked oh, up. I just like like how it it <laughs> it like transitions out of that, and you know what? Uh, I'm an expert fader. You know, I, I, 
I was gonna. I was giving you the credit. Like, yeah. goddamn, Corey, that was this is really good. Nah. He's like, nah, that that wouldn't. Nah, I just decided when to fade it out because I was done talking. No, yeah, I'm I'm not terrible though. Like, if you really stepped out back and think about it, you go like, you know, our our ads and shit sound pretty decent for something that I do all by Agreed. myself with no monetary contributions at all. You know, I'm doing it all just on the shit that I got laying around. So you know, I, I appreciate that about you. That's uh, what you appreciate. So the cigar news continues to be relatively minimal, but it is a nice way to transition from an awkward conversation. Uh, with that being said, Fuente y Padron Legends, the collaboration between Carlos Carlito Fuente and Jorge Padron, which pays homage to their fathers, is now shipping, according to Carlito Fuente, two containers, each containing 375 boxes. That's a combination of 750 cigar, uh, boxes of cigars. Has begun to ship. Uh, this time... Specifics on who will receive the cigars and what pricing they will be set at has still not been disclosed. So it's like, hey, maybe you find some and maybe you don't. And if you do, you probably sell a kidney, you know. But they're freaking out there. You know what I mean? Uh, no time frame on uh, additional shipments yet. But uh, the cigar was first announced back in 2020 and unveiled at the 2022 PCA trade show. For this project, these principal blended a cigar to honor the other principal's father so that's kind of cool like instead of making a cigar for his father he made it for the other guys and vice versa some little crisscross applesauce and all that happy shit uh they come in collectible 40 count box humidors featuring 220 count trays of each blend that's pretty dope so you don't have to like buy one or the other at least it comes with both of them it's just gonna be pricey though it's gonna be so pricey not much disclosed about the cigars other than each of the two blends will be a 7 by 50 vitola which is kind of almost a uh Almost a Churchill, but, like, not really at all. So, cool, though. Fifth installment of the Espinosa Premium Cigars Las Six Provincias line, ZDT, which honors the province of Pinal de Rio on the western end of the island, has begun arriving to retailers. The acronym in the cigar's name stands for Zona de Tobacco, a reference to Pinar del Rio being the province where premium cigar tobacco is grown in Cuba. Uh, the blend, however, is all Nicaraguan, so it's irrelevant anyway. Fucking, it's like, you know... Whose line is it anyway? The points are made up and nothing matters or something. Uh, it features a Corojo wrapper atop a Nicaraguan binder and fillers. It gets presented in a 6.5 by 48 short Churchill Vitola. Uh, cigars being produced at the San Latonio factory in Octo, Nicaragua. Uh, as the other Las Six Provincias releases. I don't think it's six. Like, what's six in Spanish there, Jason? Seis. Okay, Las Seis Provincials, that's what I'm going to say. Why not? Packaging is more dressed up than the traditional cigar boxes. Cigars come in a ceramic jar that features artwork from Eden Gutierrez, who created artistic renderings of the cigar-making process. So let's talk a little bit about, like, where funding comes for other podcasts. Because there seems to be a lot of... A lot of sponsorships out there on the social mediums and on podcast platforms um, for the pubic hair management uh, region. Yes, and 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 that that makes me a little curious. You, you hear a lot about the lawnmower 4.0. Are they up to the 4.0 now? God it's like damn. the 5.0, dude. This thing, this thing, this thing massages your balls while you're fucking shaving. They got the weed whacker too, right? For yeah, your nose, I, I suppose so. I do. You know what? Where's that, the edger? You know. <laughs> <laughs> we also need the the leaf blower. 
<laughs> you, you put my brain in reset <laughs> when you said that. It was, Fuck, I was yeah. like, there were like seven different jokes, and they all just they all converged on the exit, and it was just like <laughs> traffic jam. Nope, none of them are getting out. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like a curious thought because like you hear that shit, but it, it gets your mind wandering, and you're like, oh, should I use this? And it's like, eh, no, no. The lawnmower never, the appeal never struck me enough to make a purchase. But the new thing is the fucking nude. N O O D. Lots of different companies coming out with like at home laser hair removal. Things. Oh, and like I just keep seeing all these. Like I'll be scrolling through Facebook, and there's just an image of uh, yoga pants with one of these devices wedged in the crack, and it's like I flash my butthole, and so should you. <laughs> it's like I did that once. The results were not great. Like people did not seem to love it. Maybe if you had some laser hair removal around the butthole, would be more popular around the old balloon knot. You'd be fine. Yeah, it is a protrusive knot as well. Um, <laughs> lots of action and scene, you know. But so I don't know, man. Like, but but I my curiosity is peaked. Like I'm like. You know, if if I could do some n- nice trimming and make, you know, the tree look better, of course, which is the reason we all do it. Also, there's a little bit of sensitivity increase by removing some things from the region because there's more skin on skin contact, which is nice. But usually what I hate is that fucking growth back like two days later. It's just itchy as all mm-hmm. fucking get out. Right. It, it it I'm one or the other, man, because I. Wow, we're we're about to we're, yeah, we're about to learn. Let's fucking go. We're, we're about to learn Woo. a lot about about a couple of the junkies. Let's today. get inside of fucking Jason's britches. So, um, like, if I'm real, the one thing I worry about shaving, I don't worry about shaving my balls. Nope. I don't worry about shaving my bush or anything like that. I worry about shaving my ass crack. Okay, that is that, that's. There's a lot of. Hundred percent. There's a lot of rubbage happening yes. there, dude. Yes. Rubbage, 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 rubbage. Ah, rubbage. Uh, and that's that's definitely among the worst places for regrowth. If you've ever decided to experiment, sure. and there's practical reasons for doing it because uh, a lot easier for cleanup, right? Sure. If, if you don't have a massive fucking copper wire back there, fucking gathering up all of the particulate and so forth. The, the hygienic purposes are absolute and beneficial. I, However, two days later, every piece of fucking toilet paper you put back there is going to get shredded. I'm going to I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a, a little more insight into old Jason's hygiene here. So while I really, really, really want a bidet, I really okay. want one. Right. Um, but I. Minimally, it's just like you walking into the bathroom at night, fucking drunk <laughs> off your ass, standing up to piss and accidentally hitting the bathroom, and it just hitting you in the face. <laughs> I I minimally use toilet paper. Yeah. I primarily use baby wipes, and it's been it's been that way since the oil field because I used to get made fun of. Guys would be like, "Oh, what the fuck you got there? You got goddamn baby wipes? What are you gonna do?" And I'd be carrying the baby wipes <clears throat> with me to the. Uh, that just reminded me. Reported I didn't job. have like a huge coughing fit today. Well, um, se- se- several smaller ones. We've we've got we've got time, but I would carry this box of baby wipes, like the Huggies baby wipes, to, yeah, yeah, with yeah. me to the portage on. Sure, the guys are like, "Ah, oh, what the fuck? You got those baby wipes for fucking homo shit like that?" And I'm like, "No, I I want to be clean. Yeah, I, I don't want I don't want that. St- We're out here working and walking around. Like it's it, 95 degrees. Have you ever stood real close to Miller?" 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck. It's, it's like 90- I'm doing this for you, buddy. <laughs> it's 95 degrees in the middle of the Allegheny National Forest. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't want that swamp ass just tracking with me all day. Mm-hmm. So I, I've, it's been years I've been using baby wipes. Yeah. It feels great. I love it. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But the, I also really like keeping that area nice and clean yeah. and, and shaved. Friction-free. Friction-free. Yeah, fair enough. Because when the hair gets back there and, and, and it rubs together. Because one of those days, ugh, when she's oh feeling God. adventurous and she goes to strap it on, you want to be ready. You, know oh, what I mean? you I, want that, la- that, that landing zone to be free of debris. I thought you were talking about getting your salad tossed and you're over here like... When well, she goes to peg you, well, either make sure your butthole is clean. I mean, use the lawnmower 2.0. Now, now this is a great example of why you should give us your money. We will sell these products, and um, in graphic and uh, d- deep explanations for sure. You know what I mean? Like, in, in fact, most times too much. Right, absolutely. But here's the thing about the new the new uh, fangled contraptions, like. They they make the ball. There's a, there's a cream. It's like bear nuts or something. It's like eh, I mean there was that shit for a long time. It was called Nair, and like if you don't manage it properly, you could experience some burns. From my understanding, so it's a little iffy for me. Now, the new products are like at home laser hair removal, and it's supposed to be eight weeks. Yeah, depending on where, and it'll stop growing at all. At least for a good long while, you will have no growth. But in the interim, as it removes, it's supposed to thin the hairs um, so that they don't come back as quickly or as thick. Um, so the thing for me is like, hey man, like if we can if we can get rid of some of that rash issues and shit, like the friction that's happening down there and stuff, yeah. and like after a little while. Have it not come back at all? That's great, but you're not going to sell as many products. I would go so far as to use it like right here. Yeah. So I was thinking Just about it. It's like, listen, if I pick if I picked one up and nude, if you're listening, or Braun, or any of the companies that make one of these guys, if you want to send it to me, I will give the listeners a true account of how the experience is going. Absolutely. We'll film him using it. Yeah. What's in Corey's butthole segment? Um, so the thing is. Like, if you're going to get a Jason tattoo back there, you don't want the hair in the way. You know what I mean? So Unless you're using it as my beard. That's fair. You, you st- Strategic hair removal for the purposes of, look, you could just sing Harry karaoke. You know what I mean? Shit like that. That's a good movie. Get him to the Greek. But, like, you know, fucking send one of those bad boys over here. Here's, here's my concern. So if it worked well in those regions, I may be, like, I've given up on ever getting this back, right? My theory is if there was a legitimate decent cure for baldness that didn't make you look like an idiot there would be zero bald rich people jeff bezos would have a fucking beautiful head of hair you know what i'm saying maybe maybe not but dude there is a certain uh is is savoir faire that no no je ne sais quoi there there is a certain zazz uh about guy with a bald head saying says coming from a guy that does not have one i'm working on i have dreams about having hair again and it's glorious i have it's the grass is always greener i have small experiences with fucking wigs and so forth here's the thing believe me when i tell you shave it if i wanted believe me when i tell you i i think bald that's it for you man 
Yeah, but like fucking when you see me with some fucking Kurt Cobain locks and shit, you you're, you'd get wet. I would not. Oh, you would, would very not. much so, bro. You'd be like, Whoo! it just moved, <laughs> you know. Anyways, the point being is, if it works in some regions, I may be. I, if I could get away with not shaving this anymore, that would be cool. I'd laser off. I'd nude my head. We could go nude headed. We could do that. I do have a little bit of concern about a new technology. And, like, if I'm going to grow a third arm out of my butt crack one day or fucking cancer or something like that, because, like, how well have we tested, you know, the effects of this at-home treatment? However, if the company sends me one for free, I'll be your guinea pig. I'm your Huckberry. You know what I'm saying? But I think think a sponsor would get far more out of this program for their money than most places. (laughs) Because... With our... our Fucking 35 subscribers. Be coming in here with the butts hole samples. Like, here's what the fucking hairs used to look like, and here's what they look like now. Little fucking snips, you know what I mean? Like, here's your fucking video we'll, evidence. We'll make, a, we'll make a Reddit post, because you we'll can just post get one of those spicy Asian, shit on Reddit. You know the Asian stick-on thing that they use to cover the areas that they're not allowed to show in their videos? Yes. Yeah, right? So we put one of them on my butthole, and you can see the area around it without just just a little a <laughs> oh, little just, pasty, just, just a little fucking pasty, just on a your little butthole, <laughs> just a little Mister Yuck sticker, <laughs> just a little cigar junkies logo right on my butthole. Oh, yes, a rubber leg. leg. <laughs> you fucking idiot! Why can't Jason find his keys? He can't even find his tattoos. I don't. I don't even know where my tattoos are, but at, I definitely can't show it because it's on it's on my downstream leg, dude. We'll fucking, uh... I can't believe I, like, like pulled my leg up fully expecting it to be Dude, maybe there. we could get big in the Asian market with Cigar Junkies modesty patches. Just a little fucking Cigar Junkies logo on the butts hole. Or the fucking Vajayjay. You know what I mean? Like, there's, the, like, a, a long cigar. <laughs> then just the fucking symbol at the end. Like, we, we, there's all kinds of marketing possibilities <laughs> there, bro. They're already into some weird shit. I mean, they got fucking tentacles. They got fucking all kinds of fucked up porn over there in the Look, Asians. Man. Look, man, I like hentai. I, I fucking do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. There, there's there's some options. You know, we'll we'll figure something out. Like uh, limitless potential. You know, <sighs> cartoon porn. It's my kind of porn. It's non-exploitive, and uh, get, you know, nobody gets hurt in the making of it. Except for the artist that had to experience something terrible in their life to lead to those choices. I mean, maybe making, he yeah. enjoys it. Come on. I mean, I'm sure he does. But but why? You know what I mean? Like, did his dad lock him in a fucking bathroom? And, like, did he put him in a in a tub? He's like, I'm sorry, son. We don't have enough money to get an aquarium for our dinner. So the, you just have to bathe with the squids. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> but not disappointed though. I'm not disappointed with where it went. <laughs> that could be the episode Bathing with Squids, you know. <laughs> squid Squid Game 2.0. <gasps> that could be the name of our our butthole removal product, you know what I mean? Like just fucking forget more blades, more shaving heads. Just tentacles with fucking razors <laughs> on them. Just, just <laughs> How's your squid game, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have Sam here to like fucking tone this shit down. You know what I mean? To like to play fucking Sam rap. is a good temper though. He can although to be fair, 
to be fair, most of the time I feel like I end up having to ref between the two of you guys because you guys will get into some shit. And I'm like, let's <laughs> dial it back. Like, whoa, we but, just we just went down nerd alley there. Fucking stop it. But the second that, that fucking Sam's not here, I'm like, no, fucking squid-shaped hair removal devices for your butthole is what we need to be on. You, you, know? you don't. You do the same shit when he's here. That's true. That's true. But I don't have him pushing me to like move on to something else. I will say we have a record number of listeners right now. Three. Uh, probably two of them are us. Fucking Monday afternoon. What the fuck do you want? You'd man? be surprised sometimes. We did a show on a Thursday at noon one time, and like there were fucking just tons of people in that chat room. So I don't know what's going yeah, on. It would have been nice to have some people here today, but... Troy, yeah. I, I trust that you have us on the uh, grocery store PA system so that people are tell like you what, picking out their Troy Harper, points. what are you doing to get the word of the cigar junkies out there to the masses? I mean, he's you should, yeah, aren't you like a cult leader of, of, of us by now? Dude, like holding the cigar junkies? Uh, is, I've seen his picture. He is absolutely a cult leader of something. Um, holding his his cigar junkies mask, the 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 podcast comes on, and there's Troy Harper and his fucking robes, his his fucking blue and white robes, like the, the cigar space junkies pope. logo, yeah, like <gasps> the fucking space pope. Oh no, dude, fucking the Futurama Beast with a Billion Backs. You remember that fucking series where there was like the fucking squid monster from the other side of the space, different galaxy came through and like put tentacles in everybody. And then Fry was the Pope of that religion, and he had a tentacle come out of his mouth and talk. That's like the fucking perfect, like that's the, the amalgamation of today's episode. Just a fucking space Pope with a fucking uh, a gross shit's happening. Troy, that's why we love you. <laughs> we do love you, Troy. But he's absolutely a cult leader for sure. Like if, if, if and I'd rather it be my cult than somebody else's. So like, let's fucking make that shit happen. You know what I mean? Also, do we enjoy tax exempt status if we create a cult? Yes. I mean, it worked for Scientology yes. and Christians. Uh, I think we need like 75 members. Shit. We're That's like it. really weak. Oh, fuck. Let's That's go. It. 75 members. We, we get the uh, relig- religious exemption status. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, dude. Like all glory to the tentacle. I'm, I'm an ordained minister, so. That's true. I can hold true. hold mass. <laughs> he, tells, he tells his employees about us. Dude, you are going to be an HR. <laughs> it's not going to end well for you. It's like, like and I just saw a thing on on his Facebook the other day of like a, a, a thing he got plaque for like fifteen years service. Like this might be the last year. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Troy needs to take his employees and do to them what they did to the guy at the end of a Clockwork Orange with the Cigar Junkies podcast. Like with the fucking them eyes strap open, them down in the chair with their fucking eyes open like this, making them watch it while he's dripping fucking visine in their eyes, dude. Yes, that's way better than where my my mind went to originally because it was like, didn't they murder a dude with a giant penis statue, like a a, yes. a big yeah that? And I'm like, you don't need to beat 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 that. Uh, we we don't have to be the big dick that you're beating over people's heads, man. Like, don't, no, no good for that. But there was a nice scene with some scissors involved before that. And it was like, oh, this took a rough turn. Yeah, that, uh, that, that, that movie was intense. And <laughs> not because it was camping oriented. As, you know as far mean? as, yeah, right. As far as Stanley Kubrick movies go, they're all pretty it's, intense. Yeah. That one, 
Yeah. That one did it. The old in out. The old in out. That was their slang for sex. The old in out. Oh, the old in out, <laughs> eh? <laughs> fucked up movie. Yeah, very, very fucked up. Uh, it, it, in my teenage years, when I experienced it for the first time, all, all I could say was anxiety and excitement and constantly battling for which one was at the top. You know what I mean? There was some stuff happening. That scene with the with the 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 phallic popsicle with all the different colors and then the high-speed fucking uh, video of them running around and just fucking all over the apartment was pretty good. She had some nice socks, that girl, if I remember correctly. You know, so. Let's see, when did it come out? Because How long have you I had that saw- shirt? A while. Uh, so it's already probably as worn as it's going to get. Because I'm hoping that if it does wear the letters, uh-huh. the O in coming wears first right at the top. Vader is coming. <laughs> yeah. A little bit different of a... 71. 1971. That movie was, so was fucked up for that day. It was it 10 years before I was born, uh, and I saw it relatively young. And I remember the first time I saw it, because my, my mom and dad had HBO uh, when we were growing up. And that was... You were swanky, but... Yeah, absolutely. We, we ate spaghetti four nights a week. But we had HBO. Um, <laughs> You're also Italian. Yeah. Uh, so I remember I, I had seen A Clockwork Orange when I was relatively young. and uh, It makes sense. I remember. It like, was very impressionable. Not really understanding what was going on and why this dude... With one eye that had like <laughs> Fuck fucking bitch. eyeliner and shit on it, <laughs> why he was beating this guy to death with a with a fucking ceramic cock? Yeah, yeah. I like how they go in, and at first they're just pushing it and watching it rock back and <laughs> forth. <laughs> like, it's like a fucking you know, like an eight year old discovering his first boner. Like you did, <laughs> I know you did that. You pulled it back and then released and just let it smack into your belly. Dude, I used to stick cashews on the head of it Jesus. And, and push it down and fling them up in the air and try to catch them in my mouth. And that's when Jason found out he had a nut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> Double entendre. It works two ways, just like the squid shaving system. Uh, yeah, there's got to be something else, right? Um, we did the news. There's some events. There's How about a couple the events? Let's, yeah, let's play a little event some. music. It's eventful. Uh, Friday, oh, December the 8th, Friday at Superior Smoke Shops in Natrona, it's the holiday party with Drew Estate. There's no more details because nobody thought to put up any information at all. They just figured, it's Drew Estate. People will show up, they'll drink eggnog and buy cigars. Sunday, December 17th, the stack and traditional holiday ball. No, not that kind of ball. It's the third kind. It's that time of year for awkward in-law holiday gatherings and corporate holiday parties. We're here to shake things up. Join the fine folks of not one, but two cigar shops. And of course, General Cigars, Cohiba, Macanudo, CAO, and more for a holiday mixer for the ages. You are 100% guaranteed to get roofied by somebody. Smokestack and the traditional joined forces for a holiday ball. We're so into this that we might think we're somewhere else. We're going to even... Have food in ball form. That's right. You can eat the balls, dance the balls, and you could do everything with the balls. There's just balls everywhere. <laughs> Space balls, the lunchbox. Space balls, the breakfast cereal. Space balls, the flamethrower. 
here the at the Cigar Junkies, one. we really em- embrace the balls. We just went plaid. Uh, They've gone to plaid. That's right. As per usual, you may join us for a cigar at the traditional or walk across the street to Squirrel Hill Sports Bar event uh, to the right of the normal entrance for cigars and extra merriment and a form of libations and the charming and wonderful staff's balls. I added that last part. So come on down, light up a smoke, cut loose, and have a ball or three. Have a ball at our ball. I know someone Hell, with three balls. Have a ball while at a ball pulling. This They actually wrote this. Have a ball at our ball while putting all sorts of balls in your mouth. <laughs> I got to go to this party, dude. This is going to be a fucking great time. But we've got the biggest balls of them all. What? What? what, what, what it's, what's the... Cuba Gooding Jr., Jerry Maguire, Ambassador. Be my ambassador of Quan. The Cigar Junkies podcast are your ambassador of balls. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the best one. Your favorite one. The one you're going to show up for. Because BGD said so. Sunday, January the 6th at the Main Street Tavern in Munhall. It is brrp, the Strum Junkies. That's right. We're back. And we're playing all of your favorite acoustic tunes or non-acoustic tunes in acoustic forms from eras like the 70s, 80s, and maybe some other ones. Probably, there's a good chance. I like music from different places. There could be some country. There there, there could be some trap music. Pro- probably not. I'm not sure what that one is, but I've heard of it. Trap trap music is music for... <laughs> it's just Admiral Akbar going, it's a trap. <laughs> I was thinking more trap music was... It's a trap. Music for women that's actually performed, or music you thought was performed by women, but it's actually performed by men. Oh, that's a catfish. Uh, actually, uh, so... I got the catfish blues. Traps <laughs> traps are a thing, and I encourage you to look up what a trap is. I got the low-down catfish trap blues. My baby had a penis. I really didn't know. Things got hot and heavy. Then she just had to show. It wouldn't be so bad. Uh, that's a, except for Fuck, man, that was that's yeah, going was pretty good. We were like, yeah, this is the end. This is the end. Jason, you need some more booze, man. It's a fun show. Just need to keep drinking and <laughs> no, fucking going. I have I have shit to do this afternoon, and and I cannot be showing up back up to my house. I oh. remember there being shit that you had to do when we hung out at the tip. Something about building stairs. And then you leaving like fucking five hours after you said you were going to. So you may as well That's just start what drinking now. Yeah. yeah. You may as well just have them, man. Imagine how how much better shaped your bush is going to be when you've had an extra drink. You know what I mean? I'm going to use the lawnmower 2.0. You're going to come home and it's going to be like Edward Scissor's hands in that shit. I'm going to come home and I'm going to be trashed. And my wife's going to look at me and be like, oh, again? Hey, I want you to check out these papers I have for you on the on the table here. I need you to sign them. <laughs> Honey, I know you said you wanted the bush cut down below the window, but I was thinking tentacles would be so much cooler. You know what I mean? Just some fucking holiday tentacles and and a ball. Why is there a ceramic cock in the middle? Don't don't worry about that. That's that's I will decorate the house for Christmas. If you let me do a very Cthulhu Christmas mm. and just decorate the house in like gibbering masses of eyeballs and tentacles it just needs to be no 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 here's what you do you 
take and shape all of the uh, hedges, bushes, trees, all of the the different you know leafage, fol- foliage around your homestead in the parts from the opening to Rick and Morty that never saw it, the actual episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because you get your Cthulhu right there. Mm-hmm. And then there's all kinds of other great shit that comes with it, like weird toads and fucking, yeah. you know, uh, people you know, snowboarding on their tongues, I guess. Although that's yet to be yeah, determined. That's a, we that's, can see that That's one. a new one. Have you watched any of the new shit? I've got three. Three. In the I, yeah. I only have two. So how was the third one? Uh, wait, no, did I make it to three? Maybe I made it halfway through. Because I've seen two. The first one. Two is the the, the, the scramble brains. The first one. Which I actually kind of like the fucking buddy cop of fucking Rick and Jerry, but they were both Rick and Jerry. That's pretty good. Yeah. You, I know you didn't love it. I, I actually thought it was pretty great. Um, it was better than the fucking Two Crows episode. But you like that anime shit. So I yeah. Know. You were like, oh, he's crow anime. I don't know. I, I like that one pretty good. And I, I, I don't know. I started to watch another one, and then I was told I had to pack up and go home from camp. I was, like, watching and about to take a nap. So we did some other shits. But uh, on the plus side, man, like, there's all day to keep drinking. So <laughs> I've got, like I said, I've got shit to do. I feel like, I feel like. I'm better this way in some sorts. With me and you paired up. With no Sam, I feel like you get Corey uncut, uncensored. You take that uncut however you want to. Um, yeah. I was I was gazing at your crotch a little too hard there. Crotch gazing. Fucking meat gazer. Gazer or grazer? I, I, you can palpably feel the moment we we just lost the momentum. It just fell out <laughs> like everything was going so good, and then you muted me for no reason. We're in an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, hey, Jesus fucking buttons, bro. I am I am not with the buttons right now. Holy fuck! I think it's time for fucking Jesus. <laughs> I did that one. I can see that. I I think it's time for Jason to start programming his new keychain. Uh, but before we do that, <laughs> let's welcome the new members of the group. Brian Judelson, and then you want to take a stab at that second name? Have a look, because I don't know. It looks like Snake Jazz. Okay. What the fuck? (laughs) It looks like Snake Jazz. Uh, Brought to you from Al Jazeera. Uh, Something like that. I'm sure it's close. Some guy. Uh, We're going to call him Muhammad. That's racist, but reasonable. It's it's (laughs) quite literally the most common name in the uh, Middle Eastern... So how do you think about... What do you feel about 1800 tequila selling a taco holder? Is that a little on the nose? <sighs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Honestly, I looked at it and I was like, if that was my tequila brand, I'd be getting a taco holder. You know what? That that just brings me to the... Uh, you remember the fucking uh, Taco Bell fucking chihuahua? I do. The, Yo quiero Taco Bell. I do. Yeah. I mean... With, is that racist? I mean, nothing on Taco Bell menu is even close to Mexican food. So, I, I don't know. I think they can make up their own rules. <laughs> if fucking if McDonald's can have a purple fucking monster, like a purple furry, for no reason. 
They had a whole fucking cast of them. Oh, back in the fucking yeah, 80s there was like a, shit? There was like a duck with pigtail handlebars and fucking uh, some motherfucker you had to worry about rolling in and stealing like your Big Mac and the shit. The fucking hamburger. Dude, that's terrifying as a the, little kid. Go, the, like, I want my burger. I want to take the pickles off, but I don't want anybody to steal it while I do it. You what, know what was I mean? the... Uh, the the fucking hamburger detective the the cop there was a hamburger fucking cop do you remember I don't that remember that i remember oh, come on. burger king burger king had like an animated fucking cartoon where there was a kid that had like a cyclops sunglasses on and he had a remote control that would just transport him wherever the fuck he wanted and uh i remember getting that remote control in a happy meal toy and be like this is the best toy ever it was almost as good as like the mighty morphin Power Ranger badge. That was it. You could okay. blow into and go. So there was Grimace. Yeah. Right. There yeah. was the Hamburglar. Yeah. What's there the w- Duck Lady for? Uh, the, I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> because I didn't I remember what name. the fuck you were talking about. But then now I see her on this list, and there she is. There was uh, Mayor McCheese. Oh. He was the cheeseburger. I'd be very weary of that hamburger. Uh, if I there was, was him. there was Birdie the early bird. Oh. She was like the the French fry. She <laughs> loved French fries and shit like that. Uh, there was Captain Cook, but I don't remember Captain, Captain Cook. Cook a lot. Uh, there was also Ronald McDonald, obviously for sure. He was uh, he was the cult leader. Office, he was the Troy Officer Big Mac. That was the the police guy was talking about and then the fry kids do you remember the fry kids i do not they were like little red green and yellow pom-poms with legs that's kind of weird i'll I'll, dude i'll show it to you yep there oh there's the whole cast look the fry kids were down in the corner there Mm, i do not know them no you don't but if I was if I was Mayor McCheese, I'd be very concerned about getting roofied by the Hamburglar. <laughs> That's all I know. How about these guys? This is the Burger King Kids Club. Oh, it dude. looks like they just ripped off the X Men. I remember they that were kid like, with "What the if we fucking purple glasses and shit? Why is there yeah. a wheelchair there?" That's their Professor X. Oh my god, it is their Professor X. <laughs> they fucking ri- dude. Someone was like, "I like comics. Like, what if we just fucking drew some X Men?" All right. Like so wait, let me see, let me see that again. There's some shit happening. So there, bro. so you've got oh absolutely you've got Professor Xavier. That's the kid in the wheelchair. I noticed there's a black kid. Is there an Asian girl? Because uh, if no, if, if there was, they're just ripping off Captain. But there's Planet. definitely a redhead. So the fucking the, Chucky from the Rugrats the, grown up. The black kid most definitely uh, Colossus. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, the redheaded girl with the number seven. That's that's a hundred percent rogue. Uh, the blonde-haired chick is uh, Jean Grey. The kid vid, the guy in the back, that's fucking Cyclops. Oh, for sure it is. Yep. The This guy right here is Beast. I can see that, The guy yeah. with the glasses, that's Beast. Who, who's their Wolverine? Uh, the, the fucking dog. Yeah. Yep, the dogs are Wolverine. and then could the, be Morph. morph. The, it could be Morph. And then the guy up in the back. We are, like, really examining that this could shit be, from a level that nobody ever thought would That could happen. be, like... Uh, Oh, I don't know, Gambit. Yeah, so yeah, there, there. That's it's the fucking X Men, <laughs> the Burger Men, but Burger King. Yeah, for sure. They're like, our food's fucking terrible. How do we get these kids who want to eat this shit? Like, let's uh, let's rip the X Men off and make them kids. You know what? Like all these repercussions for big tobacco with Camel Joe and shit trying to get kids to smoke cigarettes. 
where, for me. Where is the anger about all these fast food restaurants trying to like kill children with obesity? They made cartoons. They put toys in the fucking meal. They were like, if you eat our trash, we will give you a toy relative to the thing that kids love right and now. And it's, look, it's cheap. It's readily available. It's terrible for you. It, it You can get it right fucking now. Yeah, mom you want to talk about have, flavored cigars? Mom, what about strawberry milkshakes? Mom it sounds dad, healthy. Mom and dad don't have to do anything. They don't have to make anything. They can just go out, go to McDonald's, spend $2 a cheeseburger, and feed their whole family for like 13 bucks, 14 bucks. And it it is it is like ingesting poison, a hundred percent. It is like ingesting fucking poison. If you've been a victim of fast food, please contact Smith Hoffman and Banks, or you could have a class action suit. Today, today, cheapen your life and take years off of your old age uh, by by sneaking toys into your meals and putting shiny things and and fucking mascots and creepy outfits. That may or may not have touched your kids in the play place. Uh, do you have a belly that won't go away? Uh, join our lawsuit. We will get you the money that you deserve. I'll, I'll bet you when we're in our 70s, if we make it that long, uh, when we're in our 70s, there's going to be uh, a commercials on Let's get ahead of bro. Let's get ahead of this shit, man. But there's going to be commercials on Neuralink uh, about... Did you eat McDonald's between 1997 yeah. and 2035? Let's go. You remember Super Size? Come on. Did you see that documentary? Yeah, I did. That Fucked was up. terrible. Did you dude. see the fucking movie about the origin of McDonald's with fucking Michael Keaton? No. That shit's fucking cool, dude. Just like the time machine ass shit ever. Yeah, Great. But here's the thing. Book. Back in when McDonald's started, they were using M- meat. Real food. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a big reason that, like, fucking the actual McDonald's brothers, they got fucked by Batman. Michael Keaton. (laughs) Watch the movie. It's good. Like, how did Batman fuck the McDonald's brothers? Another window into Pornhub, you know? (laughs) With With his his Big Mac. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm going to supersize it. Oh, that's a thing. Let's use that. (laughs) Oh, shit. Womp womp. Easy now. Oh, shit, it's going to pop off on your face. <laughs> yeah, it's a good show, man. We, we got right back up there. We fucking dropped it out, and then we climbed back up, and we were like, yeah, let's just talk about fucking fast food places raping each other's mascots and shit. Like, what was really going on with Ronald McDonald with the Burger King? You know what I'm saying? They were, they were, they were fucking bukkakeing Wendy. You tell me that little redheaded kid with the glasses wasn't the fucking son of Ronald McDonald in the Burger King. You know what that's, I mean? That's fucking Chucky it Finster. It is Chucky, fi- for sure, from Rugrats, absolutely. It's Chucky or, fucking Finster. Or maybe the Burger King was banging the lady from the Magic School Bus. I'll tell you what, the chick from the Magic School Bus could get it. <laughs> and a new low for Jason Smith. <laughs> you hold the fuck on. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I know. We, 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 uh, okay. Talking about your buttholes, you know, uh, lawn care is one thing, but your masturbatory fantasies can, can be left to yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to give him everything. You, you got to give him a reason to come back next week. You know what I'm saying? No, he's, he's just in his own world. 
He's like, I'm going to bang his fucking cartoon lady. (laughs) He's like, I tell you where, if I could shrink down in that bus and go anywhere, I'd tell you where I'd go. Mrs. Mrs. What's her name? (laughs) I I can't wait for Jen to like call me up next week and be like, do you have any idea why last night (laughs) Jason was calling me Mrs. What's her name? Oh, that's funny. Why do you keep calling his dick the magic school bus? Oh, man. Because yeah. it shrinks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's put the end of this in here. We, 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 got, the, we got the joining people. We got yeah, that shit. We, it, there's stuff that's happening. And, and next week, Sam, Sam will be maybe here. And we'll probably be there. I fucking to hope tip so. Him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we need a little bit of, you know, a little bit of levity. Tethering, you know, yeah, fucking a little, little holding back. Um, with that being said, you can join us usually every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. where you can watch the show, be a part of the uh, the exciting conversation that, that is typically to follow of that beautiful, glorious fucking intro music. Uh, so come hang out with us. Join the Facebook group. Like, share, subscribe on every platform. Do um, it. And uh, you can hang out with us, the Cigar Junkies. Anything to uh, add on the closeout? I love you. Have a good day. Hit the button. I'm going to save the thing. Sam, salute. He knows it's there.